twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still got it. Oh, how about that? How about that? Two friends, two minds, and one love for Arsenal Football Club. You are now listening to the Cotton Two Minds Podcast. What's up, everybody? Hey, hey. Europa League Day. Hey, welcome to the podcast, Cotton Two Minds. Uh, me, Marshall, and that man sitting in his house. Huh? We don't get to see the views of the Oakland Hills anymore, you know, but he's in his house. And that's Spitty Mac. It's a bit, it's a bit nipply out there. Bit it's a little nipply. chilly. A little yeah, chilly in little the bay, bit. huh? Okay. A little bit. The uh but you can't stop me from getting my walk in, you know. And hey, let's keep got, it going. Let's got just it down in, y'all. I love it. Fitness 2021. It's the, you know the year to take care of yourself. Get dialed in, you know. Yeah, hey, you hey. know. I mean, it took me like 11 months to hear all the people talking about. Well, hey, we're locked in. We might as well work out. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you know what? Let me go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to make pizza dough first. I'm gonna learn how to be a baker. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, and test all my food. I love. <laughs> Got to test it. Um. Well, that's cool. I took three shits today. So hey, I'm doing all right. Hey, you wild know? and free. My ass is telling me, hey man, you're eating too many peanuts. You know, you might want to <laughs> might want to relax on those, or or chew a little more. You know, chew yeah. a little more. You know? Yeah. Grind them down. You know? I mean, check your shorts. <laughs> check them. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. Hey, Arsenal, Europa League in Greece against uh, Thorn on our side, Olympiacos. Um, what were your thoughts when you, what was your first thought when you saw that lineup, Fitz? I always ask you, what I'm, was it? I'm, I'm, I'm rather, I'm pissed at the whole William thing. Okay. I, I'm sorry, man. I don't care if he's giving you, and yes, he got another assist today. Hey, 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 whatever. But I, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, remember what I said about the last game? I said, hey, if Pepe's starting on Thursday, then that all makes sense. Right. But then he didn't start Sunday and he didn't start Thursday. He didn't start right. none of you know, and it's like Pepe's not going to start. You're going to start William. You know, I don't get it. I don't. I, I was, uh, I was compl- I was just, I was shocked. Pepe didn't start over William just because Pepe plays good in Europe. You know, he he plays good in Europa League matches, and um, I thought this would be a nice little game for him to get out there and play because you know you're gonna want to play William against uh, Tottenham on uh, Sunday. So really, that's, um, that's, that's that's what we're gonna do. I mean, he keeps playing them, so yeah, I think he'll throw him out there against Tottenham. Um, very strange. I thought that was, I thought I, I, I was expecting based on our conversation, uh, last podcast, I was expecting Pepe to play. Um, and I thought maybe, uh, Ceballos would start over Shaka. Those are my first thoughts. Um, yeah, I think even on the last one, we even mentioned that we thought, well, ESR is probably playing on Thursday. That's why he was on the bench last game. And right. ESR didn't play either. And it was looking like a huge mistake early. 
Odegaard had a rough start. I was just getting ready to say that he, uh, yeah. I mean, he, you know, I mean, he, he was, was he was missing. Ball. Ball. He, go he ahead. was getting on ball a lot and yeah. stuff like that. But man, I timing mean, was off. He was missing passes. It was giving the ball away. Yeah, lack of, yeah. It looked, looked like they hadn't played with each other for a long time. Like the yeah. whole team kind of was off, but he really stood out. Um, and you know, uh, you know that damn what do they call that a thunder bastard when he when you strike a ball that good oh, on the man. laces. Um, it shows a lot about his mentality because he was having a bad game. And then for him to come out and just say, screw it, man, I'm going to take this shot. And, um, you know, just a great shot. I mean, he had time, he had space and he pulled the trigger. And sometimes that's all it takes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny too. Right before he kind of let that one go, I started, I started, I started getting my speech together. How well, Eric, you've pointed out before how, we shouldn't be banking so much into these loan guys. And, you know, do the yeah. loan guys care as much as anybody else on the pitch? Like, you know, <laughs> but, right. and, I, mean, I, I mean, still feel that seconds way. Seconds later, but... he, put, he put his laces into it and it was like, wow. Yeah, no, yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, he, uh, the more I watch him play, he, he reminds me more and more obsessed just because he's he's not really a good athlete. I saw him running out there a couple of times and trying to sprint and get back. And, but, um, his football brain and his speed of thought and, uh, his passes. Yeah. It's He's funny. A, it's funny. You say Seth and I, I, I just, I see a lot of Ozil in him. Um, except he's, he's more aggressive trying to get a shot off and things like that. A little um, more aggressive than Ozil. A little bit more aggressive, trying to put balls on the net and stuff like that. But um, the, he, he he twinkle toes a lot. He likes to play with it, and it's at his toes, and he's waiting for somebody to cut or run or do something. And yeah, the, the, um, that first half, I mean, we missed a lot of chances. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Aubameyang, just a, a great pass from Bellerin. Yeah, yeah. Nice save by the keeper, but. Uh, you know, those are some of those ones where you kind of want him to just, ah, you know, give it all yeah. you got, Abba. Yeah. You know? But yeah, that's, that's, uh, you know. And how about that? Uh, no card on Balbuena on that soccer challenge. Steps right on his ankle, man. Just. And they got, like, they flipped a switch at one point and just started beating us up. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they they just, were always always going to play as physical or whatever, but it it got like out of hand for a while there. It was like, like you're just going to just run up everybody's back, everybody. Yeah, they tried to play the 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 tough Greek physical game, and um, it all started with soccer. I'm, I'm noticing a, more and more. A lot of teams are just basically trying to kick lumps into the kid and um he's really got a you know it's part of the dark arts but he's got to learn how to sell a foul sell a call sell a you know sell a card you know people make fun of the rolling around and the foolishness and the antics some some players use like Laka last week but he got that guy a yellow card <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and it's you know that's all part of the game and i just think because you can really see it now the last few weeks teams are really trying to um go at soccer and um he's just a little you know he's a kid he doesn't he doesn't yeah. understand that that's all part of the game and um but you know 
he is a general generational player, so I'm sure he's going to learn that and just continue to thrive. But I, I mean, you know, I'm worried. I got to say it again, and I know I guess a lot of people maybe don't agree with me, but uh, he's got to go out left, man. Um, the the level of attack between him and Tierney when they're working the left side is is just better. It's just better. And I understand I understand Saka's ability to be able to stop on a defender, cut inside when he's playing on that right side. Mm-hmm. But it's a slower approach on the attack. We he kind of has to hold the ball up. Defenders get a chance to catch up. He's gonna run in behind him. He's really creative there. He can yeah. do a lot of stuff there. Right. But what but when he, what he and Tyranny do. Like tyranny kind of forces Saka to actually play more direct. He he doesn't have to do that hold up game thing. Saka attacks the people down that side. I got you. I um, think I, I just I, think our level of energy when he's on the left with tyranny is just something that like we need to exploit. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hear what you're saying. I just think uh, I would love to see some stats on um, you know. Does he produce more from the left or the right? Because I think it's pretty even. I think um, I think you notice it more on the left because um, he has somebody that's going to play with him. That's tyranny. And uh, they do have a good uh, chemistry rapport with each other. But I, I would say it's pretty even. It's because he because he's 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 crosses the ball with his right foot. He You know, he doesn't have to cut in all the time on his left. I mean, um, I'll add the Arteta factor into it. When he went on the right, Arteta also cut him loose, um, yes. and and let him really go go. That's at when him. you really started to notice it. I did, like, oh, yeah, wow, but I don't know if that's because he's on the right or because Arteta gave him the green light. Is what I'm saying. So I got you. You, you know I, what I'm saying? It, like I, the left that we had with Saka, he still hadn't really had the green light to like really attack, except for the fact that Tierney was setting him up so nice, and he was setting Tierney up so nice, like. I got um, you. I did, you know, new sock and new attitude on the left side. It could be, it could be dominating. You know. Yeah, but we're we're then we're gonna, you know, the the other side of the pitch is gonna be awful. I I, I, I think I, mean, I, I think waited, I weighed it all up. I just don't know like uh, how much we really get from that right side anyway. I would I, I would love to see some stats on that. Um, yeah, where you know what you know where he where his best position is i say it's pretty even um i i think he's you know he's he's producing from both sides but uh that's a good shout because you know he's a left-footed player and you don't want that hesitation you don't want the the, the stop the cut back you know just be direct and go you know kind of like tyranny <laughs> you know yeah. tyranny's I guess always- you know what i tell you what's giving me a bitter taste about it is if like the only person I would let go out left instead and have sock on the right would be like Aubameyang. Yeah. You know, if Aubameyang, yeah. we're going to put him on the pitch, let's have him out left. Okay. Yes. Sokka plays the right. Let's just work with that. But yeah. yes, the games like today, when you start Aubameyang down the middle and now I got William, like no. William is wasting tyranny. He's right. wasting them. You know, Tyranny still got some crosses off and things like that, but not in his most effective positions. Tyranny doesn't know how to play with William. William doesn't know how to play with Tyranny. He doesn't know what to do. William wants the ball at his feet so he can kind of, 
you know, stand there and cut back on the right and, and try to whip across in there from the left side of the pitch. But our strongest attacking lineup is Aubameyang on the left, Lacazette down the middle, and Saka on the right. Yes. Um, we rarely get to see that, but the few times that we did this year, that was, to me, our best attackers. Now, um, before Odegaard, if you threw ESR, you know, in that middle spot for just Arsenal players, then that's, you know, that's 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 it. That's that's our attacking four or whatever. But I think when you put ESR out there, you lose a little from him, even though he can play that position. And I think if you put Pepe out on the left, you know, he should be, you know, it should be his spot all day, you know, <laughs> but he's such a weird guy. But I think Aubameyang down the Aubameyang on the left, Laka and Saka is our is, is how we should be playing more uh, consistently. Um, but Arteta rarely plays that for some reason. He's still, you know, putting Aubameyang down the middle and playing William out left. So it's weird. Yeah. But I hear you. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. On I that just note. and I think a lot of people's reaction to like stats mm-hmm. give them the impression that that's the whole story. When right. it's not, it's not the whole story, man. It's like how you work, like you said. And you know what? I'll even give credit when Abba and Locker are on the pitch together. They actually have like a decent chemistry between each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Abba tries to push down the left. He'll find Locker at the top of the box you know, often and things like that. But yeah, um, Laka, Abba doesn't have to do so much because Laka's out there. Yeah. He can kind of play his little, okay, float in and out. Yeah. You know, he, you know, he basically floats in and out of games. Um, Aubameyang. And yeah. you don't notice it as much when Lacazette's out there. Cause Lacazette is full bore. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> you know, smashing yeah. the people and doing everything. So, um, but yeah, it's weird. We we never get to see them yeah. play together anymore, and that's the only reasoning to 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 justify putting Saka on the right is if you're going to play Aubameyang on the left. That's and how I feel. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. We've come full circle, Fitty. Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, what else? What else happened? Um, oh, right before halftime, you know. Yeah. Louise doing his thing. Typical. You know, we just got the lead. It's 10 minutes before halftime. And, you know, let's see if we could just screw this up. Self-destruct. You know? <laughs> it's just, you know, th- these are the things as Arsenal fans we've been dealing with for a long time. I know. Well, just no, I bumbling know. and stuff, man. I mean, it's so weird how we just, like, do not value the ball sometimes. Like, I mean, it just in the, the, the scenario I painted. Where we just got the lead. This is a Europa League match. We have an away goal. We're winning. We're controlling the game. It's like five or ten minutes before halftime. And you're gonna do that? <laughs> Based off what just happened on Saturday with Jaka? Yeah. It's like, come um, on. Now it's it's funny I'm saying this now, but you know, we go into halftime one nil and we come out and uh, you know, everything's looking pretty good. We take Partey out at the fifty five fifty fifth minute. Bring in Ceballos, and three minutes later, what happens? Tell the people what happened. Ceballos, man. <laughs> three hey, minutes after he was, comes on the pitch. Was, Go ahead. I, but what, how long was he on the pitch? Three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. And that was the second ball he gave away. 
Yes. He gave away a ball like immediately when he came on the pitch. I was like, what's going on, somebody? But I mean, I'm just, you know, like we said, I mean, the stats don't always tell the story, and I'm not going to defend Smiles at all on that play. He gave it away. Right. Uh, your boy passed it to him. <laughs> yeah. It, and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, me and, me and Pat, my boy, little dude, man, we were going back and forth on the text. He was like, I missed what happened. I was in the shower. What happened? And I was like, well, Ceballos gave the ball away like four minutes after on the, getting onto the pitch and stuff. And then he's like, oh, I just saw the replay. What's up with Leno? Right. <laughs> I was Same. like, um, you're right. You're right there, too. Yeah. I mean, now, you know, that's not Leno's fault. But based on everything that just had, you know, recent history, just <laughs> that little middle know, pass is the kick, dangerous one. Just kick it downfield sometimes, dude. That's yeah. all. The guy yeah. just came on. Maybe his touch was off, but uh, anyway, we we gifted another goal in a in a Europa League match. Where you know, this is what it's all about: the away goal and and goal different aggregate. You know, yeah. It's and I mean, yeah. if anybody doesn't believe in momentum and all that, like I mean, you know, just you, watch what happened. You saw all him. of a sudden Olympiacos was like like setting up plays and hitting little back crosses to people and swinging it around to the open right. guy. It was like all of a sudden they could play soccer against us. Their tails are up. <laughs> Their tails are up. <laughs> they were so excited. Yeah. You know? So, it, you know, it's just um, just silly mistakes like that. Just really, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's a bummer because you think after, you know, after a certain point, you know, you, you would, you would think a team would get it, but. You know, I guess you know, we got you some. You know how you start a comeback, though. What's that? Pure dominance, power. Gabrielle just came out of nowhere and just Attack. took the ball, attacked it, cracked that pool all in the back of his neck with his elbow, <laughs> and just hammered it home. You see, Obama, Obama Yang. He does. I want to hear you say it. Say it for me, please. See him get out of the way. You know what I mean? Like, nope, you take it. I don't. I don't want it. I, I, I thought, man, that is so. Like, wow. what a picture right there. As you see it, Obama Yang. He backs up, like hoping the ball falls to him so he could do something. Special. Right. Or the defender heads and it. Gabrielle you know. jumped up there and said, "Fuck that, man. I'm not playing Be- that." Beautiful, beautiful header and the. Uh, the aim, you know what I mean? The far yeah. post. It was just put a little loop on it. Just put a little a, loop yeah. on it. <laughs> it was real quality, and we needed that after the uh, whole Ceballos Leno debacle. We we needed that. We got two away goals. I'm feeling real good at that point. I'm like, okay, cool. If we could just, you know, keep it keep it tight and just cruise out of here two one. You know, beautiful. Yeah, but Egypt. <sighs> Egypt. <laughs> another, another Europa League cracker by the uh, Egyptian. I hate El, El Nini. The Egyptian Pirlo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hammers it home, had plenty of space. He just kept his dribble and said, screw it, man. I'm going to take a shot. Something I wish Jaka would do more often. Um, but yeah, just hey. to. I mean, come I mean on. you know, there's a lot of reason why somebody would say Xhaka out of all of our like uh, defensive mids and stuff mm-hmm. probably has the sweetest shot. He's got the sweetest foot mm-hmm. and he hits him pretty. 
El Nini just strikes him. He just yeah. he just strikes him. And when he was letting that go, when he was coming up on it, I was to me, I felt right. like he's got a chance. I said, shoot because it. This is El Nini. He keeps him low. He yep. could put some bend on it a little bit. I, I was like, let's see what you know, and boom. I was like, yep. yeah. For the, for the most part, he's all, you know, he puts it on target and uh he can strike him too. So yeah. Um that was that was perfect. That was like the icing on the, the icing on a shitty cake. You know what I mean? Even though we won three one, it was just ah, you know, Exhale. first. <sighs> right. Man, all right. Three exactly. on the road. Three on yeah. the road. So the round of sixteen looks good for us. We got three away goals. Um headed back to to the Emirates. We should, you know. Anybody, hey, one more I, quickie about the I'm team. I'm not even going to say it. Go ahead. ESR, to me, like he showed everybody today, I think he's our most skilled player to- overall, dude. I was, um, I was, go ahead. I'll let you finish your point. I got something to add on to that. It, just his ability to uh, receive balls, First, yeah. set defenders up to get around them, or slide the pass through that he needs to slide through. He's a handful for defenders, dude. I I can tell like they got problems trying to keep up with him. Yeah, no, his his first touch and um the ease in which he plays, like he um like he's just getting back. He hasn't been playing lately, but some of those first some of those touches, <laughs> you know, and his little passing out there and his movement, I was like, wow, this this you know he's skilled. You know, I knew he really was skilled, skilled. Yeah, but you see him out there and you're just like, wow, just look at the his the. The way he plays and his little touches and his little movement and his passes. No, I, I noticed that too. There was a there was a couple little things he did, and you're just like, oh wow, this fool has well, a I, I trip on how he receives a ball and he knows to toe tap it by somebody right. or, or or rotate and turn on somebody or and he does it different than everybody else. Like when he rotates on somebody, he also taps it out and just he's into space all of a sudden. Right. You know, he's a dangerous player. I'd like to see him on the pitch more. We got this Odegaard thing going on. Once again, I'll tell you, don't let the stats fool you. I think they should be splitting time at least 50-50 something because they both oh, give yeah. you something different. But um, right now, Odegaard's getting a lot of the starts, you know, and it's like. Right. And I, I don't I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that at all, and you know my philosophy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I'll say it again. Odegaard, he's a good player, but I mean, is he is he way better than ESR? You no. know, is is there an option to buy? You, you know? know, I didn't hear anything about an option to buy. So, you know, we're basically developing a Real Madrid player um, until you know, you know, if they're going to sell him to us. But I For just think. I just think I just think basically what you just said, they both should be split in time like um, ESR should be playing more than him. And when he needs a break, then you play Odegaard is is how that rotation should go. In my opinion, people, you know, people read the stats. Oh, he's a prodigy. He's a he's a great footballer. But real. Meanwhile, he you know, he's not playing for Real Madrid. Yeah. You know, they signed him when he was 16. He's a grown man now. So, yeah. All that is, <clears throat> all that is fluff and hype. And before and, um, anybody calls me a hater, remember we touted Odegaard earlier this podcast. Remember that, okay? Oh, I, yeah. I understand he's talented and he's got all kind of stuff, but ESR is our boy. He's our man, so he's, let's go ahead and make sure that we're supporting him. You know? And he's just as good. And he's like, just how, how as is, good. I mean, he's just as good. Based on everything we've seen this year, how can we? How can we not argue that? Yeah. Look at me. 
I mean, you see he's a better out. athlete. You know, right. You Your boy's a truck. Already. He's a truck. And that's probably why you don't – that's probably why Zuzu and Real Madrid really are like, ah. You know what I mean? Did, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. If we sign him, great. I'll be yeah. happy. Um, but I don't think we will. And I think he's cutting in on our players' time who needs to develop a young player. Yeah. He's on the verge. I'm not saying he's going to be just as good as Saka, but he is on the verge of of uh, progressing in, a, in, a, in an extremely fast rate, just yeah. like Saka did, if yeah. he's able to consistently get those games. And he was, and now he's not. So yeah. um, that upsets me as an Arsenal fan, but whatever, I'm a jerk. You and know, I mean, oh hey, he could he could benefit from the one one draws to Burnley too. Like all like Everything. you know, like all that is good experience for him. He needs to be out there for those too. So like, exactly. let's get him on the pitch a little bit more, people. A little bit right. more. I like what you said. Oh, 50 50 split between those guys, whatever. Yeah. You know, but um what what are your gripes? I've already said my gripe, another cheap goal in Europa League where it's all about aggregate and goal differential and away goals and all that important classy shit that, you know, top teams, you know, yeah, know about and, and respect and really try to dial it in, keep it tight, no mistakes, get in, get out. You know, we bad enough we could have scored five goals, but then to give away a goal, just give them a goal, basically. We've done that just the last two weeks. The last two weeks we've done that, just giving yeah. Team's goals, and um, that shit's got to stop. That I think a lot of that comes down to, um, you know, uh, the, the manager. You know, hey, it's Dr- a Dr- style of play that the manager <laughs> yeah. has set in, and we're gonna right. play out of the back. And you know, yeah. if 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 when he said that to me, and I said, man, well, you know, we're gonna be giving some goals away sometimes, and he said that's okay. This is still our most effect. Then I guess that's the case. But you know what? I think we could do better. Like, if your players aren't quite good enough to play out of the back um, all the time, 100% of the time, then mm-hmm. maybe you should be implementing some, hey, man, they're putting a little more pressure. Let's just go ahead and clear the ball for now. Right, or or set the standard that everything has to be perfect for us to play it out the back. And yes. if it's not, lump it down the field. Uh, what, two or three times a game? Like, that's a big deal? I know. I know. You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Come on. Just lump it down the field. Yeah. Say you got four times, you could just lump it down the field. I four mean, you times. see, you see what Pep did. Pep's, Pep has his dream finally. Pep's got Pep's got uh seven midfielders out there. <laughs> just running around. Just and just yeah. all he tells him is like, hey, when you see an open space, go run into it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It, it's um. So yeah, that's my only. That's my only gripe is we're still giving away cheap, ridiculous goals in um in this competition. And if we keep doing that, next round we're gonna play a harder team, and it's it's gonna cost us. So yeah. we really got to get that dialed in. Um, man of the match, um, for me, I don't know. Oh, you got a gripe. Um, I, you know what? It was real. My biggest gripe was just the whole, like playing out of the back thing. Just, just, just forcing that style of play when maybe today's not the day or, you know, or at least this play is not the play. Let's go ahead and just clear it. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, especially in like, you know, just scored a goal 10 minutes, five or 10 minutes before halftime. Yeah. Let's. We always have a, a self-destruct right before halftime the last few weeks. So yeah. 
Let's really have, I mean, that should be in the back of everybody's mind. Like, no. Anyway, uh, Olympiacos didn't know what to do with the ball. They, you know, even when they were losing, they were like, oh shit, we got the ball. What do we do with it? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? So it's just like, just kick it to them. They're not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, the uh, man of the match, I don't know. Um, Gabriel, Odegaard. Gabriel. Yeah. Um, I thought oh, yeah. de- defensively he was solid too today. Yeah, it was good to see him back out there. Yeah. Um, and he scored the goal. So yeah, I, w- I would, I would, I would give it to him. I would give it to him too. Yeah. You got to any- definitely just spark the team a little bit. Everybody kind of got going, you right? Know, really, and and then El Ni- Egypt, ah, ah, Egypt, Egyptian the- <laughs> style. <laughs> All right. So uh who you got in the um, players championship? Uh Hello? you know what? I haven't even been looking right now, but um I haven't even checked it out yet, but I'd say I'll tell you what, I'm gonna give you a young name. Here's the here's your dark horse. Oh, let's hear it. You've been watching, so you tell me, Victor Hovland, what's he doing? I, man, he's always up there. He's minus two. He's um He's not he's not doing bad at all. Sergio minus seven today. Ha! Sergio, Sergio was good on a Thursday, Friday, y'all. Thursday, yeah, he, Friday, he's pretty good. That boy, he can't putt. So <laughs> yeah. he must he must have just been hot today. But yeah, I I went with DJ just because, you know, bigger. <laughs> he's big. Well, I mean, personally, now that I'm a ping owner. I try to pick out my favorite ping players. I got you. And got Victor you. Hovland is like our young star in the ping family right now. Like, I got you. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, but I got and you. That's female. cool. And Tony Finau, you know. T- Tony Rocky Hora, Samoan Joe, I call and him. Bubba. Bubba. But uh so yeah, I've been I've been I had both both uh both TVs on. Was watching. Yeah, I both, saw you so both. Yeah. It was nice. Rooting against Bryson. <laughs> Can't stand him. I don't know why. I think it's the hat. I really do. You know, I think it's the hat. But I anyway, got a group of buddies that just won't won't shut up about him. So you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But he I get to, hanged up on because I'm the guy that kind of doesn't really like him. So he went to SMU. So we I've, I've heard about him for a while now. Um, yeah. He's. I just. I don't know. He just bugs me. But anyway, I, that's going to do it. I just oh, told him, man. It's too much thinking. All that thinking he does and all the calculations. And then I heard this offseason that the doctor told him, like, hey, man, like, you're getting these headaches because you just, like, you're, like, amped up. Well, he's from the California Valley, man. You know how they get amped up in the valley, right? Yeah. Sam Crow. (laughs) (laughs) Modesto, right? Redwood Originals. You know it. Modesto, right? The uh, I think he's like little smaller country club town outside of Modesto, but <laughs> well, that's good to know. Anyway, I'll be rooting against Bryson for some strange reason. Like I said, it's probably the hat. But um, other than that, I got nothing else. Um, thanks for all the support. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for uh, we got a few more subscribers on the YouTube channel. I appreciate that. Whoever you are, um, we're on uh, Twitter. At CITM Podcast, you can go there, get all the links to all the different ways you can listen to this show. Um, thanks for all the support. And Fitty, peace.
twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Oh, how about that? How about that? Thank you for tuning in to Caught in Two Minds. Please head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. All feedback is much appreciated. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at CITM Podcasts, at Guna Rush, and at E Marshall Comedy. The music of this podcast is brought to you by Statics. If you like what you hear, please head on over to staticsmusic.com and be sure to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Statics Music. That's S T. ATX Music. Peace.